Welcome to a new chapter of the podcast English Voices. My name is Denise Seña and the topic for today is Voices from Africa. The objective is to explain the linguistic diversity that exists in Africa and to understand the English influence in there. So I'm going to be answering some questions about English, specifically in Nigeria and South Africa. First question. Could you explain us a little bit about Africa's culture? Mm, Africa is a rich continent that is made of 54 different nation states. It is one of the most multilingual regions in the world with the speakers of more than 1,300 languages. Actually, more than 300 languages are spoken just in Nigeria and there are 11 official languages in South Africa. It is essential to have this linguistic complexity into account in a discussion of English in Africa. Could you explain us about English in Nigeria? Well, Nigeria is one of six West African states that have English as an official language and it became a British colony in 1914. The colonial administration set up Uh, schools in the north with teachers from England who were speakers of received pronunciation. But the English teachers in the south have missionaries and their main concern was the teaching of the gospel rather than of standard English. And this has led differences in the Englishes of North and South Nigeria. In fact, four varieties of Nigerian English have been Uh, identified and um, because of that English in Nigeria is a cluster of sub-varieties that include Pidgin English, Mother Tongue Influence English, the Indian Influence and Standard Nigerian English, and Expatriate Mother Tongue English. Nigerian language experts affirm that it is necessary to codify Nigerian English even though its characteristics are changing. What about English in South Africa? Well, about South Africa, English has had a longer official link with South Africa than with Nigeria because the British occupied Cape Colony in 1795. The governor of the colony, Lord Somerset, ensured that English established a film holder, so he started to recruit a large number of schoolmasters from Britain. So this was part of an official policy of Anglicization. And in 1910, the Union of South Africa was established and English and Dutch were made official English. But then with the apartheid and the imposition of Africans, English was seen as a language of liberation by many black South Africans, while Africans um, was seen as the language of colonial oppression. It was until 1994 with the presidency of Nelson Mandela that 11 languages were established as official languages in the country. But in common with several varieties of English are spoken in South Africa and is the first language of some 3.5 million people of a total population of about 41 million. Um, of course, the most widely spoken variety of English in South Africa is Black South African English. But can English 
successfully represent African cultures? Mm, I think that is a hard one because the link between nationalism, tribalism and English is complex. If one found an African who had mastered English, that African had almost left his tribe. In fact, in 1959, the Congress of Negro Writers and Artists resolved that African countries should not adopt European languages as national and English was felt to be elitist on the cause of cultural alienation. In some cultures, the kids were forced to use English at school, and if they used their mother tongue, they were punished. But success in English was crucial to achieve higher levels of education. For this reason, some others believe that indigenous languages should be the form of expression. On the other hand, others think that English is spoken in most countries. It is an African language, and writing in African forms adapted from English can be a means of literary expression. Others say that English can be represent African ideas, but in general, it is thought that English can be Africanized and adapted to achieve this representation of African cultures. So, what would be your conclusion? Mm, it is not known for sure which language should be used as official because in Africa there is a great linguistic diversity that also includes many variants of English. If English is established by the government, for example, to be taught in schools, people may think that indigenous languages are undervalued. So to find a solution, it is necessary to consider the best educational options and people's feelings. Perhaps the best option is to choose an African variety of English, but only the future will tell us. So that's all. Thank you, thank you so much for listening to this chapter and don't miss the next one.